So today we're talking to Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Hi. Thanks uh, for Tommy. Absolutely, it's a pleasure. Uh, Tommy is a co-founder of Metosyn, and he's also the creator of a library we're going to talk about today, uh, which is called Mali. Um, so when we start with Mali, uh, what it is? Um, yeah, so Mali is a, uh, this new library for uh, doing data validation and specification for ClojureScript. And like uh, I say it new, but checking at the readme, I think it's like two years old, but time mm -hmm. flies. But uh, mm -hmm. it's like a bit similar to Closure Spec and uh, Prismatic Schema, but like uh, clean slate implementation of the things that like we considered important. Mm -hmm. um, so how does it work? What are the parts of it? So uh, in Mali, the core idea is that ever, everything is data. So uh, there's this schema AST for defining your data model. So, uh, and it's based on hiccup. Mm -hmm. So you can say like an, uh, the basic types, you can say that uh, something is an integer. So you just use keyword int or something is a string. You can use keyword string, mm -hmm. but then you can have these like uh, uh, containers. If you want to describe a list of, for example, integers, uh, you use this like hiccup syntax. So the first, Vector, where the first element is a schema name, which is vector, and then it has these optional properties, and then the child. So you would say mm -hmm. a vector of int, and that would describe like a vector of integers. And then there are maps. You can define the keys and all these composite things like and and or and uh, multi and others. And mm -hmm. when you describe, uh, your data with these schemas, then you can use these schema applications to do something with that. And the like, basic, simplest application is validation. So you can say that uh, I have a data which is uh, string one, and I can call, does it validate against int schema? And mm -hmm. the response is no, it's not valid against that. Mm -hmm. Okay. We took like uh, all the best parts of existing libraries. So the basic idea was that uh, we used schema a lot, and it's it's quite old and still used in many of our projects. Mm -hmm. But like when spec came, um, I think it uh, the schema somehow became legacy. So everybody was just talking about spec, and it's the future right. of closure. So we also started to use that. Mm -hmm. But it, it's missing many of the features which uh, a schema had, for example, the runtime transformation. So we took like uh, best parts of both libraries and put them together. Mm -hmm. So there's also like uh, from spec this uh, error explanation. So if you have some complex schema and you have a value, it's not very handy to just know that was it valid against that or not. You can get this explanation that why it was not valid if it mm -hmm. not if it wasn't so all the paths where the errors are and you can like use them in rendering these errors more pretty format mm -hmm. and the, um, yeah, yeah go ahead and and from a schema the important thing that was missing uh, from spec by design was the runtime runtime transformation so uh, when you have described your data like uh, if you are just working like in memory with closure and you define your data as Eden, you don't need usually any transformations, but like when you are working with uh, real life, 
you are getting uh, JSON input or XML input, and you are writing stuff to database, and they have like different representations of the data. From mm -hmm. JSON string, you get only like strings and numbers and vectors and maps, and you have to do coercion from that format to your domain model. Mm -hmm. And in Mali, that's like first class. So you can just like describe your model and, and derive the runtime transformation from those. So you don't have to write them by hand. Mm -hmm. um, so this is one of the, I believe, one of the use cases that you just mentioned, where you communicate with some kind of another service uh, or external, I don't know, APIs or database or what have you. Uh, then you will do this validation of those API requests. Um, are there any other use cases for Mali? Um, yeah, definitely. So like, um, I think it goes both ways. So like when you're reading, um, stuff over the wire, you have to like to do, uh, three things. First is like, uh, sanita, like doing the transformation. So if you're getting JSON, you need to convert that to into Eden, Eden mm -hmm. data. Then like, uh, probably it's a good idea to like, uh, sanitize the data, for example, stripping extra keys because, uh, in, you don't want the customer to like uh, set some keys which are not allowed in your domain. And the third mm -hmm. one is validation. But the same goes for database. So if in memory you have these like um, collected data structure which has like a lot of fields, but for database table, it only accepts a subset of those. It's with Molly, it's easy to say that like uh, the database accepts these five keys and like uh, transform the value so that you will drop the extra keys and make these like needed transformations so that the database accepts that. But that's mm -hmm. like, I, I think that's the like backend use case. So like reading in and reading out the data and validating it on the borders. And um, at development time, uh, Molly is not a type system, but it can be used like spec and schema to help you at development time. So, so you can annotate your functions with these schemas and say that I have a function which takes integer and integer and returns map with these keys. And in development time, you can plug in these, like, uh, for example, CLJ Condo linter, which will do mm -hmm. a static analysis of your, like, uh, function calls and, and, like, the linter will give errors if you are calling them wrong. Mm -hmm. Or you can put like runtime function validation on so that you will catch, for example, when you run your test and you are giving invalid input to your functions, they will like fail at development time. And, and in production, you will probably put them off like, like in TypeScript. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so this is helping us to communicate with any kind of other services for development time. It sort of acts as a type system. Um, any other use cases that you or you at Metosyn or you can you see people using this in any different ways? Uh, yeah, definitely. So um, I think uh, because it's a closure script library and it's mm -hmm. like um, you can share the schemas between front end and the back end and you can run them only in front end. So in front end, you can do like uh, uh, validating the stuff that is coming from the server or validating your request before you send them to server and you can mm -hmm. validate forms easily. I think there are at least two or three unfinished like form validation libraries built with Molly. Mm -hmm. And like, then you can even like infer, derive the forms from the model. So because it's all data, so it's, it's really easy to like manipulate and 
uh, walk through. So uh, like if you have a simple application, some kind of like ERP or internal thing where uh, it doesn't have to look perfect, you can just say that this is my schema and make a form out of that and it will be like good enough if there are only few users using that. Mm-hmm. But for front-end, that's like, I think, a common use case. Um, right. So I so the way I think about this is like, you know, we write our programs. Uh, we create our functions that, you know, receive and uh, maybe do also some stuff. And uh, so we send a request. Do you see also sometimes like that the library is, uh, how can I put this, um, overused that people are just trying to do too much with specifying any kind of data schema or data shape? Yeah, definitely. That's like, um, because the idea in Mali is that um, it's a really open system. So if you just want to use, there are two APIs, basically. There's the like user API, which is uh, you give the schema and and value and it validates and uh, these like uh, normal cases. But then Mm -hmm. there's the extender API, which we wanted to have like also first class. So that you can like extend, create your new schema types and like uh, really complex logic chains. And and I've seen a few projects where like uh, they are used and it's a bit too easy to write really like complex schemas. They are correct, but still like uh, trying to understand how they work and and, like uh, it might get like um, complex or or hairy. Mm But like, uh, if you stay in the user side, so you just use the basic uh, stuff, which is in Mali, I think you are in safe waters. But mm-hmm. of course, as like uh, Rich has said that, and I think Alex too, that uh, you shouldn't like um, annotate all your functions. So it's just, uh, then you are like trying to use Clojure as some typed language. And that's mm-hmm. probably not the like right way to do it. Right. So like maybe having these, some um, important domain functions which take like these big data structures, it's good to have the validation and, and like we have kept them on at runtime, even mm-hmm. since the first days of schema. So when you have like something really valuable, it has to be correct. It's okay to pay the penalty that there's a runtime mm-hmm. validation check. Right. Um, so you mentioned that uh, this library sort of builds on the uh, the work that has been done in prismatic schema and it has been uh, done uh, like with the closure spec. Um, so why not, for example, uh, I don't know, take prismatic schema, extend it further. Why new library? Are there any killer features there? Uh, that's a really good question. So uh, one of the original ideas uh, before we created Molly was that like, uh, let's like make prismatic schema 2.0. That was the original idea. Mm-hmm. Because like uh, it's still like really good, it's really performant and like well maintained. So whenever there's a bug, it's immediately fixed. But the thing we wanted, one of the like key features was having everything as data. And like after checking the prismatic code base, uh, I realized that it would be a full rewrite. It wouldn't be anything like schema. Mm-hmm. And after that, like uh, it was uh, like easy to make the decision that let's uh, build something from clean slate, and mm-hmm. and and spec extending that um, that's not really easy because that's like the core team is doing that and we don't know the roadmap, so um, it's not an open development system. So it's like uh, 
it's doing a different thing. So we wanted at that point we wanted that let, let's create our own thing. Mm-hmm. But the, one of the things I didn't mention yet was the like, uh, which is the one use case we have had in the past many times is the like uh, this kind of master uh, model thing that like uh, uh, when you have a use case that the data formats themselves are the like core of your application. For example, uh, in one application, the like end users had uh, a way to define their own schema. So it's basically like persons and accounts and like flows. And we created this tool how they can like define what are the fields in the user. And in the end, uh, what is done is like a huge closure map, which defines basically a schema and it's persisted into database. And mm-hmm. then it's used by the applications. And at any time you can like uh, redefine the schema at runtime. And we wanted to put that into Molly because like we have done so many of these like multi-tenant things where there are like multiple customer models in one application. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to push this like uh, uh, everything as data into Molly. And because of that, you can take any Molly schema and like serialize that into Eden and read it back. And that also works for closure script. So you don't have to use eval. You can just like uh, the basic schemas, because they are data, they can be like read back from the like uh, data, but there's also like way to uh, serialize custom functions. Mm-hmm. And for that, Molly uses SCI, the small closure interpreter. Mm-hmm. So you can define this like uh, anonymous function, which is serialized with the schema and then like read back and it just works also mm-hmm. for closure script. Right. That's a huge thing, I, I think. Hmm. So you mentioned you wanted uh, Mali to be data-driven, and I think in the same way, like Rated is also a data-driven library. Why data-driven is important? Uh, I think data-driven is the like essence of closure. So like um, why closure is so great is, is the data-driven thing. So um, when you think in data, like uh, you can uh, have some like base thing and, and like you have all the closure like functions to manipulate that. And that's the like, uh, I think the best part of closure, you can uh, reduce it, you can filter map shows whatever, and, and you can like uh, at runtime do anything with that like model. Mm. And, and I think that's really nice. And for, for rated, for example, if you have some kind of um, list of like commands and queries, uh, you have defined in your domain and you want to make HTTP API out of that. You just like loop them and generate like vectors and after uh, put it to router and the router takes care that it turns into this optimized routing table. And same with Molly. So like uh, you can uh, have, for example, um, database table and like just read the data in and use Molly like inferring functions and it will generate the schema for you. And then you get at, at runtime this representation of that like data table. Mm-hmm. And, and like having this kind of dynamic capabilities, like it puts closure so much ahead of everything else. So mm-hmm. you can do anything. You just like start the system and then just add stuff add data and like describe your flows in data, routes in data, logic in data and models in data. And mm. 
and you don't have much code. You just like have this declarative low code environment you have built yourself. So it's mm -hmm. easy to extend, extend and use. Mm -hmm. um, are there any other differences to schema and spec that would be worth to mention? Uh, differences, yeah. I think the most common question when people are coming from closer spec is the like reg registry thing. So that's uh, essential in closer spec. So you have this one global registry mm -hmm. and you put stuff there. And that's like really good if you have this uh, closed world and you, you know what is there. Uh, in Mali, it also has, the, has a registry abstraction, but by default, that's immutable because if you are writing this multi-tenant thing and every customer have, has their own like models within the applications, they cannot be in this global registry. They have to be separate. Mm -hmm. So there's, um, I think, five types of registries in Mali. There's the immutable, which is the default. There's mutable, so you can use it like a spec. Mm -hmm. Then there's lazy. Then there's a composite, and I can't recall what others there are, but it's uh, like this Swiss knife. So like um, when you start using Molly, you can use it with the defaults and it's quite easy to use. But if you mm -hmm. want to build something like for yourself, you can say that uh, just use these few basic schema types, create few extra schema types, have all your maps closed. And after that, after these decisions, you will get this like initial immutable registry and you can program against that. Mm -hmm. But there isn't like this, um, if you use the mutable registry, you have to uh, bring your own like atom to back that up. Mm -hmm. So if you're writing libraries with spec, you can have this one namespace called uh, my library specs. And, and like what, if you load that, there's the side effect that all the ski, uh, specs are loaded from that library. In Mali, there's no such thing and, and I think uh, we should do something for that because that's a question for like ask almost daily. So like maybe think about what is the default registry? Should there be this uh, mutable uh, like Molly easy, which would have the mutable registry for everybody who already loves spec? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, any um, important things to mention compared to spec itself? Uh, spec, um, yeah. So. Uh, the public API in spec is uh, macros, and mm -hmm. the extension point is the form. And like, uh, I think there's one macro in Molly, and that's like registering the function schemas. But otherwise, it's just functions and data. Mm -hmm. So that's the big, biggest uh, like difference. But I think as a whole, like uh, spec does only this one thing so it's a tight core and the core team wants to keep it that way and because mm -hmm. of that there's this like huge set of libraries really good libraries which have been built to like uh, complete the solution so there's uh, expound for error messages there's a spec provider for uh, inferring uh, specs from values there's uh, spec tools by us which does uh, coercion and JSON schema transformation. There's a spell spec for like these um, typing errors in keys. There's spec chorus orchestra phrase for humanized errors. And when you use spec in in the project, I have used spec. I usually like take all of those because just like when you have a 
like a real big project, you need all the aspects. And in Molly, and, and all the like libraries in spec, they usually have this full like uh, spec parser because the reading parsing the forms is the only public API to extend in spec one. Mm-hmm. And in Molly, there's like the idea is that the core library is, is really small. That's like one namespace which does the validation and explanation and, and like registering the specs and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But in the same library, there are these optional namespaces. One is for value transformation, one is for value inferring, one is for uh, schema, uh, like uh, pro- programming schemas. Then there's the dot uh, graphics printer, JSON schema, uh, humanized errors, and you get them all in one package. And there's, I think, two dependencies in whole Molly. So it's basically a standalone. There's SCI for the, it's optional dependency for the function validation. And then there's mm-hmm. test check for generative testing. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But when you like need the real world setup, you just take one library and you get them all. And everything is like bound together. So while developing, for example, the like uh, dot printer, the graph is like visualization tool. Uh, mm-hmm. There was things that would be hard to do outside of the Molly core, but because it's easy to add stuff to the core, we added one pr- extra protocol to the core. And after that, writing this like plugin was really easy. And they are all like the value inferring is maybe 70 lines of code. The JSON transformer is 70 lines of code. The dot printer is 70 lines of code. So they're really simple and it's like tight package. You get them all and and like uh, everything is in right version. So you don't have to think about who maintains this library number three. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, uh, what's the um, what's the roadmap for Mali? Where are you going to trying to do make you know bring it next? Um, yeah, the roadmap. So uh, there will be a million things to do, but there's so little time. But like uh, our goal is to get the Mali one point zero point zero out, and that's mm-hmm. the place like uh, we would like to clean all the like bad design decisions. So there aren't many, but some things for how, how the map entries are modeled. It's like there, there's something wrong because every time you do something with them, it feels like, how does it go? So fixing all those, but like uh, two like big new things that should be coming. Uh, first is the dependent schemas. That is like okay. a really nice and important feature. So idea that like... Uh, <clears throat> The schema uh, depends on the value itself. And this is really important, for example, when you're doing like form generation from Mali. So you can have this like uh, value and a schema which has a lot of like branches or options. And if you just say that this is this huge OR schema which has 12 selections and all these multi branches, and you have no idea which branch gets selected. But this like having taking the value and the schema and getting a new schema out of that. And that's the exact schema for against these values. And you can create a form out of that or documentation. That's actually quite easy to do. And that's something probably I'll be doing next. Mm-hmm. But another thing actually um, is the value inferring. So. There's a version in Mali, which is inspired by the F-sharp 
type providers and the spec provider, mm -hmm. but it's quite naive at the moment. So it can do a basic job. So for example, given a stream of like a million events, you can, it can infer what kind of uh, data structure would represent all the values and it will create these nested maps and vectors and thing, but it's quite slow and it's like uh, done on, on top of Molly. And by adding a new protocol into the core, we can make it so that it's like really fast and it's built into the core. And after that, it like makes things much easier. So if you have an enum type, we can infer the value. So if you have an enum with uh, uh, strings uh, A, B, and C, we know immediately that they are all of type string. So it's an enum string. Mm -hmm. And for like few cases, it's reported that like uh, it's quite slow. So if you have a, like a gigabyte of data and you infer the schema, it might take like seconds or minutes, and and the like new version would be maybe four times, four mm -hmm. orders of magnitude faster. Mm -hmm. But those are the big things. But there's a lot of and uh, one is the humanizing. So um, in spec, there's the phrase library where you can like add these add, uh, humanized. Um, errors for any kind of spec. Molly has that built in, but that's not totally robust. There are a few corner cases where it like fails and that's really bad. So you cannot basically trust that it always works. It might say that unknown error, I don't know what happened because mm -hmm. of reasons. So fixing all those and and like uh, then the like endless small things that um, two-way transformation to JSON schema. Now it's only like from Molly to JSON schema. And there's ongoing uh, work for doing that so that you can take a JSON schema and get a Molly schema. That would be really nice because JSON schema is widely used and, and let's be compliant with that. Mm -hmm. And then like these uh, EQL transformers. So given you have Molly schema, you can create these datomic pull syntax or EQL pool syntax out of those. So lots of things that can be built on top of that. Mm -hmm. But the dependent schemas and the inf fast inferring, I think they are the most like important things. Mm -hmm. uh, one question, maybe not totally related to Mali, but as an author of a library, uh, is there any process like when you need to extend the library or add additional features, how do you judge like what should go in and what are, which parts should not go in, like to not bloat the library? Um, do you have any tips around this? Um, do I have tips for that? Um, I think the process is at the moment just like think it over. Don't like put stuff too easily in because once they are in, you cannot get them out. Mm. So Molly's at the moment, it's in alpha and there's clear guideline what it means. So uh, we don't want to break the public API. It, it's stable. It has been for almost two years stable. Mm -hmm. There's the extender API and we can break it, but we don't want to, but it, uh, but you should read the like change log. Mm -hmm. But like this at the moment, um, maybe 10 pull requests and at least 20 issues which have these needs that it would be nice if Molly could do this also. And, and like, we have to like uh, think all of those over. So is it like a special case and, and should it be in the library? And there's this escapes hatch at the moment. So we have this uh, tips and tricks mm -hmm. page in Molly uh, GitHub repo. So if it's something that is useful, but not like in library level, we're just putting an example out of that. 
And I think that's a good way. So mm-hmm. let's first put a lot of examples, and then if everybody uses the same example, put it to the library. But no other tips, just mm-hmm. like uh, don't take too easily stuff that you are not certain with. And hopefully people are not like uh, unhappy with that because there are like uh, really many people who have been contributing to Mauli. It was, I think, 17 contributors to the last small release we had. So lots of PRs, they can be documentation, mm-hmm. they can be extra features, any kind of bug fixes. But mm-hmm. like we cannot take them all. So just trying to be polite, right. there's something that doesn't belong to the core. Right. Um, so, yeah, as you mentioned, as we started the discussion, uh, this is a data specification library and uh, you're adding features that it could do more. Do you envision that the library could do different things than being a just data specification? Um, yeah, there's this like a road of um, developer tooling. So how we envisioned Molly in the beginning was that it's a runtime tool. Because mm-hmm. that's where we have, that's where we needed that, and that's the like uh, original scope. But now that like uh, CLJ condo integration was like so trivial, it's also sixty nine lines of code. Everything is sixty nine lines of code. But like uh, the integration was really smooth, and like uh, I have no skills in doing any kind of developer tooling. But if people are eager to do those we are re- really happy to like uh, open Molly for any kind of like integration to them. Mm-hmm. And for example, type closure, like uh, I haven't used that in real projects ever, but that's really interesting technology. And it would be really nice to have this bridge between types closure and, and Molly mm-hmm. and maybe use the like inferring logic from there. Mm-hmm. But like in JavaScript side, uh, type, TypeScript is really like uh uh, like popular at the moment, and it has right. really good developer tooling, like the Visual Studio, the IntelliSense, and you you get these hovers and and auto completion of the things. And and I think that at the moment uh, we are not there yet. So uh, static analysis with GLJ Condo, it's nice you get this that you are doing it wrong, but it would be nice to get one step further and like get these suggestions that. This is the schema you have described to get in that these are the fields you can use. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that's doable, but just like some other other people who are smarter than mm-hmm. me at least. So like I uh, would love to see those. And if there's something we can do in Mali side that could help, that would be really interesting. Cool. Uh, is there anything else that like if I, well, if I use the library, uh, what are the best places to reach out or ask any questions? There's, yeah. Um, so the Molly GitHub there, the documentation is quite light. So there's the uh, long readme, which whenever there's a new feature, we add this small sample that this is how you use that. And that's not complete. But the mm-hmm. best, way, best place to get help is the Clojure and Slack channel Molly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at some point, uh, there was like 190 people, and I, I was really happy that there are people talking. Mm-hmm. And I thought that okay, that's like, like the like uh, the amount there are. But now I just checked; there are almost almost like 400 people. I think at some point they took uh, away the like notification when someone is joining the channel. So there are a lot of people. You get help easily. Uh, we are helping there, mm-hmm. and, and like uh, many people who are like 
really invested in Mali are there to help. And there's all the like design discussions, uh, they originate from there. So if there's something like, should we add this to library or not, it's mm-hmm. discussed either in the Slack or in the GitHub issues. Mm-hmm. And we thought that for 1.0.0, we'll probably put this like thread to closure verse that these are the important things. So what do you think? So we would like it to be a community library and mm-hmm. like just cool. be like custodians for that, making yeah. like sure that the decisions like uh, are in a- aligned with the overall library. Mm-hmm. Um, would there be anything else to share? Uh, a lot probably, but like uh, at the moment, I don't have anything in my mind. So, cool. All right. Well, thanks so much uh, for taking the time and talking about Mali. And um, I look forward uh, where this library goes. Uh, I think uh, there is more and more people talking about it. So it's definitely interesting. Yeah, thanks for having me here. It was fun, fun talking to, with you. And also, I, I hope for the best for the Mali future. So <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, consider supporting it by rating on the platform you're listening to, sharing with others, and supporting it directly by buying some video courses and learning ClojureScript and Clojure. You can check out the courses at jacekshe.com. That is J-A-C-K-S-C-H-A-E.com. Thanks.